Hey, it's Brian Haney, the voice of the Jayhawks. A two-hand follow jam is true for Josh Jackson. You're listening to The Morning Blitz with my main man, Ross Volkmer, right here on 102.5 You Rock. here on a Wednesday morning. That's Mountain Time, 8.34 Central. Glad you're with us. Once again, get your thoughts and comments in throughout the rest of the show. Right on on 785-899-2222. Of course, you can also hit me up on Twitter, at Ross Volkner, if you'd like to as well. we got the College World Power 5 coming up here after we're done with our guest of the day. That's our good friend, Dan Lucero, who joins us on the phone. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. Dan, I want to start first and foremost. Actually, I, w- I know I said we we're going to talk some baseball, and we will. But I actually want to start off with your opinion and thoughts. If anything will come down today, there's rumors that, including to Sports Illustrated, that Kansas could get the news on what their their penalties will be, Kansas basketball, that is, uh, from the IARP. Do you think there's going to be anything worth of substance in this uh, in this decision today that's going to supposedly come down? Well, there hasn't been much of anything of substance in all of the IARP's other rulings, so there is precedent there that suggests that there won't be significant punishment for Kansas. Uh, The IARP has been very clear that they would prefer not to punish current players for transgressions of former players or former staff. So I don't think that a postseason ban is necessarily likely. Um, so uh, I, I would not expect something that, that rises to that level. That being said, this is the final act of the IARP. This was created to adjudicate all of the uh, all of the punishments that emerged from the investigation into the FBI, the the FBI's investigation into college basketball, right? And the IARP has handed down all these punishments. They they punished Oklahoma State. They punished uh, Louisville, uh, LSU. They're going to hand down their ruling today, and then they're going to cease to exist. This will be their their, their final day in operation, their final act. So maybe, maybe they've been waiting for this one to to issue a ruling uh, that has some teeth. And uh, they're really gonna, uh, really gonna zap Kansas and then cease to exist. But uh, based on all of the other uh, rulings and punishments that have been handed out, I would not expect something that is as severe as a ban from the postseason or something that uh, would would hurt current players who had nothing to do with whatever happened in the past. Dan Lucero, our guest here on the Morning Blitz. Yeah, more than likely. I don't see a whole lot of teeth coming out of this uh, ordeal. We'll find out. Speaking of the postseason, what are your thoughts? We're, we're, we talked to you last Tuesday before the MLB postseason began. Or how do you think things have gone here through the first uh, eight days since the last time we talked to you? Well, the first thing, and this isn't anybody's fault necessarily, but the first thing that jumps out about this baseball postseason, Ross, is the games have stunk. Uh, we, we've had 18 <laughs> we've had 18 playoff games so far the wild card round and uh, the first uh, first couple of games of the division series we've had two good games by my count two games that were legitimately intriguing maybe three if you want to say that game one 
of uh, Houston, Minnesota was a good game with a little bit of late intrigue after uh, Minnesota rallied, but but they were down six nothing for the bulk of that game. Um, the other night, Monday night, we had two really good games. Atlanta rallying from four nothing down to win that game five to four. Incredible finish of that game. Um, the Arizona Los Angeles game was good that night as well. But all of the other games have kind of been blowouts. Not not a lot of drama, not a lot of intrigue. And uh, that is my biggest takeaway so far is that uh, we haven't had a lot of great games, uh, which is disappointing because uh, I would like to see good playoff baseball, dramatic playoff baseball. Uh, the games yesterday, both of them were over in the first inning or the second inning. That's that's not what I that's not what I like about October. Yeah, and I guess that brings me to my my big question of our conversation today is, you know, because of you know at least because I of course you know me being the Diamondbacks fan, the Dodgers of course getting down 0-2, the Braves lost their first game to the Phillies, now they've gotten a win back since then, but. Uh, you know, there, there was lots of people saying, all right, is, is this playoff format bad because the, the teams that got the, the buys during the wild card round can't win? I mean, is this a bad playoff format? I know you're not a huge fan of it because it's too big, but is the format the way it is bad? I mean, I'm not a fan of it. You, we've already established that. Here is something that I don't think is great. Last year, there were three teams. Last year was the first year of this new playoff format. And last year, there were three teams that won 100 games in the regular season, and none of them made it to the league championship series. They were all eliminated by the divisional round. This year, there are three teams that won 100 games, and one that won 99. That 99-win team uh, did not advance through the, uh, the, 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 the wild card round. That was Tampa Bay. They got knocked out right away. And the other three 100-win teams, one of them's already out. That's Baltimore. They won 100 games. They're out. One of them is the Dodgers, who's on the brink of being eliminated. And one of them is Braves, who uh, they're the only team that has – they're the only 100-win team that has won a playoff game to this point because the Rays were swept, the Orioles were swept, and the Dodgers are down 0-2. Part of this is just how playoff baseball works. Like we talked about last week, you know, you get hot, you get your, your bullpen gets hot, you hit you hit some home runs, uh, power in bullpen and power in the lineup are what can carry you in October. The Diamondbacks are a great example of this. Their bullpen, bunch of randos, but they're they're red hot right now. They're 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 red hot, and uh, the uh, the lineup is hitting some home runs. They're hitting the ball out of the ballpark. That's how you win in October. And so some of it is that, and some of it is the fact that these 100 win teams particularly Baltimore and Los Angeles, are a little bit flawed. And it's weird to say that a 100-win team, I mean, you win 100 games, you're, you're, you're a really good baseball team. But getting to the postseason, you look at the guys who started games for the Orioles uh, in, in their playoff round, Kyle Gibson, a, a journeyman, Grayson Rodriguez, a rookie who has, looks like he has great potential, but still a rookie, and Dean Kramer, who's just a guy. Like, if you're starting those three guys in the playoff series, I'm telling you, don't bother showing up for game four. There's not going to be one. So I, I think that there's not maybe yet a broader problem with the format. If they were, if, if Baltimore had better starting pitching, if, if the Dodgers weren't having to rely on the ghost of Clayton Kershaw, whose arm is clearly not right, maybe we're singing a different tune about how these playoffs are unfolding. What I do think, though, 
needs to be addressed, might need to be addressed. And I don't know how you address it, but if we go two years in this format and there are six 100 win teams and none of them even make it to the league championship series, then what is the incentive to try and build a team that wins a hundred games? If all you need to do is just win 84 and get hot with a bunch of relievers that no one's ever heard of, which is what the diamondbacks are doing right now. If that's, if that's all you need to be to, and, and your chances of winning a championship are no different than the odds of a 100 win team, then what is the incentive to build a hundred win team? You know who doesn't think that's a problem, though? The owners. Because the owners would happily only spend it to win 85 games if they thought they could get away with it. So I don't know where where this goes from here. Obviously, it's only the second year of the playoff format. This might just be noise. This might not be like how it's always going to be. And these 100-win teams that we're looking at, two of them were flawed, and one of them is playing the defending National League champion in uh, in Philadelphia. So, so it may not be necessarily a sign that the game is not fair for the, for the best teams in the regular season. But if we're going to lose all of those every year, then, yeah, maybe you need to do something to better reward the teams that have the best 162 games. But I, I, that's the thing, though. I just don't know how you can do that. I mean, <laughs> I mean it's, you, you want to reward those teams that had – I mean, award the, I mean, what, reward the teams by telling them, well, you're automatically – I mean, you already give them a, a first-round buy. Uh, I, I don't know what else you can do. Not give them a day off. I, that's the thing. I don't know what you can do about that. I don't know what's causing this. I Like you said, some teams are flawed. I know in the case of, like, the Brewers, for example, they were missing one of their top pitchers. He was injured. Um, you know, the, the Dodgers didn't have their number two best starter, so they had to throw a rookie. You know, that, that's the biggest thing when I've watched at least the Diamondbacks play against the Dodgers and the Brewers that the, the pitching hasn't lined up perfectly for their opposition. I just I just don't know how they can change it other than just you have these billion-dollar payrolls, just win. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, that's, uh, that's what those teams will tell you is that, uh, that we just got to play better. And uh, right now, you know, there's no rule that's going to make it so Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman – automatically play better those guys are one for 13 if those guys were seven for 13 in this dodger diamondback series it might be a very different series uh probably wouldn't have been able to do anything about game one but you know with freddie freeman doesn't stand like a statue watching strike three in game two in the fifth inning with the bases loaded maybe that series is tied at one going to going back to arizona um i will say this i think that the off days have lined up in such a way that are beneficial because you get the extra off day between game one and two in the national league. That is hugely helpful to both Philadelphia and Arizona because they get to bring back their best pitchers. Like if there's one thing that you would say, Oh, this is bad about the wild card round. You got to go to your best pitchers to win these games. So maybe you don't, aren't able to get to your best guys as early in the uh, in the division series. But the Phillies got to Zach Wheeler in game two, and they're going to be able to start him in game five if they need to. That's their best guy. The Diamondbacks got to start Zach Gallon in game two. They're going to bring him back in game five if they can, and he's there if they need to, and I don't think they will. And he's their best guy. So I, I, I think that the off days are a little helpful for, uh, for those teams, and maybe they need to get – between game three 
and the uh, and the start of the uh, division series. They could also lengthen the division series, play best of seven. Uh, they could play the entire best of five division series at the home team's park, like they do the wild card rounds. There are things they could do, but you're never going to guarantee success for one team or another because that's just how baseball works. It's just the inherent randomness in a short series for a sport that has the longest regular season. You know who else beat the Dodgers two out of three in the regular season? The Kansas City Royals. I was there. I saw it. <laughs> so it's just it's just a game, man. And I, from a baseball fan perspective, I would like to see an Atlanta-Los Angeles playoff series because I think those are the two best teams, the two best rosters in the National League. I will be disappointed to to an extent uh, if we don't get to see those teams play each other, because I think it'd be an awesome playoff series. I think it'd be a better playoff series than watching two, you know, I'd rather watch 200 win teams than a 90 win team play an 84 win team. But that's how October works, and you get what you get. Hey, if you want to be there, you got to win. That's all I got to say. You want to be there, you got to win. Simple as that. Uh, if you're a good team, you got to start playing like it, more like that. Uh, how how long do you think both of these right? I, how, how long more? How much further along do you think both these all these three of these series will go? Houston, Minnesota, Atlanta, Philadelphia, Dodgers, Arizona. I think Houston, Minnesota is all but over. I think Houston wraps that up in Game Four. I think that the Dodgers are toast. Um, I would be uh, I would be surprised if that one goes to a Game Four. I just don't think the Dodgers have the arms, which is an amazing thing to say about That's the unreal. Dodgers. But. Yeah, but it's true. I mean, uh, Julio Arias uh, is is maybe never going to pitch in the major leagues again. A second domestic violence arrest and accusation. Uh, he may never pitch in the bigs again. Dustin May's hurt. Tony Gonsolin's hurt. Like, they've got good pitchers who help them get 100 wins, and a lot of them are not available right now. And, and you know, that's sometimes that's what happens in October. You're not the same team. We mentioned the Rays, 99 wins in the regular season. Their best starting pitcher went to get Tommy John surgery, and their shortstop, their best player, uh, we don't talk about him anymore. He's down the memory hole because he might have been being a creep back in the Dominican Republic. So you're, 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 sometimes you're just a different team in October. You're different in some bad ways, or sometimes, like the Diamondbacks, you get hot in September, you're different in a good way because you pick up some reliever off the street who nobody's heard of, and he's completely unhittable. The uh, Ryan Thompson character uh, who, uh, yeah, anybody could have had him in August. You know, dumped him the Rays. He couldn't even pitch for them. <laughs> I know, isn't it an amazing story? Absolutely yeah, nutty. So, so, so I mean, that's that's just kind of kind of how that works. I think Phillies Braves is going the distance. I wish we got seven games of that series. I I think I think that's just an awesome playoff series. Two teams that know each other really well, don't particularly like each other. Uh, Citizens Bank Park in Philadelphia is the best uh, atmosphere in baseball in terms of the stadium atmosphere for the playoffs uh i hope that series goes to distance i'd like to see atlanta win it like i said they were my pick before the season they're my pick before the playoffs i'd like to be right but uh philadelphia man they're a different beast in the playoffs for sure especially at home that crowd is crazy up there in philly oh one more fast one before we let you get out of here because you brought it up if all the games were seven game series would that change anything it might i mean you know, the larger you make the sample, the, the better chance you have the outcome where the, the, the better team, like if you say that in a given game, the Braves have a 55% chance of 
beating the Phillies, just in, in, in any given game. Well, the longer the series goes, the better your odds are. Like, that's math, right? That, that's, uh, that's just simple probability math. You would have a better chance for those better teams, so to speak, uh, to, to win those playoff series. So, yeah, I think there would be. But um, if you go seven, do you then shorten the wild card rounds to just single-game play-ins? I wouldn't be opposed to that, but – I think the league might be because that's a little bit of a cash cow for them. So I don't know. I don't know how they're gonna they're gonna redo it. But if they if we if we do go zero for six in hundred win teams advancing to the championship series, there will be an outcry to do something. I just don't know what that something is. Dan Lucero, Dan, as always, thank you. Great stuff. Appreciate the laughs this morning, and we'll catch up soon. <laughs> hey, my pleasure, Russ. Once again, great stuff from Dan Lucero. Uh, yes, very very good stuff. We'll see. We'll see how it all shakes out. Playoffs continue tonight. Uh, once again, you've got Atlanta at Philadelphia. That's game three, tied at one apiece. Houston, Minnesota, that is 2-1 in favor of Houston. Of course, Dodgers and Diamondbacks in the nightcap tonight uh, with Arizona leading two games to none. All right, we got to get to a break. We come back. It'll be a quick college football power, college football power five. Wrap the show next here on The Blitz.